so we're we're here talking about episode two of Lovecraft Country, Whitey's on the Moon. This episode was about an hour. It was directed by what's that guy's name? Daniel Sackheim, who directed True Detective and a couple episodes of the X Files. X Files. Yeah. That was my shit. Yep. And uh, this uh, episode was the shit. Yes. This episode was crazy. Um, so we're just going to start off but at the beginning. Um, to recap, they ended off episode one, Sundown, in uh, the... We've been expecting <laughs> you. We've been expecting you. Um, with uh, William, his name was, who opened yes. the door. said, mm-hmm. we've been expecting you. Ken. Yeah, looked like he was formed in a laboratory. On yeah. the, that on whole the family Barbie was formed Ken in a laboratory. It's insane. Right on the property on the grounds. Um, so the, the episode starts off rocket. with a little uh, reminiscent of my childhood. Right. Jefferson's. The Jeffersons, Jeffersons in the house. Yes. And it was, I mean, that made me feel good right off the bat. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, all right, here we go. That, that, rep- that song represents uh, uh, when the food stamps come mm-hmm. or pay or payday. Well, yeah, it's when yeah, but it, they're moving on up. Yeah, that's 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 what that song reminded me of back in the days. Yeah, now we're up in the big leagues. Why big league. don't fish fry in the kitchen? Because that seems like where you would do it. Because, because it yeah, yeah, fair point. Yeah, that's, that's beans why. don't burn <laughs> on the grill. Fair point. You go to church, your sweater be smelling like fish. Yeah, <laughs> you want to fry fish outside. <laughs> yeah, so um, especially like mullet or something. But ooh, some bacalao. What? Sorry, go ahead. No, that's all good. <laughs> so the, it starts out with a with a they're called sh- shagoths shagoths the creatures Shag- shagoths I believe that's the Shagoth. pronunciation shagoths you made note of that on the this what you shared on Facebook right something mm-hmm. about that yeah part. yeah they're they're in the woods and it's weird because we'll get to it later but um it's like whenever th- those things are around is when they're kind of like losing their memories. They make direct reference to that in the episode. Oh, okay. Anyone who oh. sees them and lives. And I think yeah. Atticus just doesn't because of his birthright. Oh, That's okay. what Miss yeah. Braithwaite yeah. said is, yeah, yeah. They, like, they automatically, like, you know, make you forget if you've, if you've actually seen those. So even if his uncle is his dad, he doesn't possess that same uh, type of... Uh, what's, what is it? No, favor. because it comes from his mom. It comes from his mom's yeah, side. Yeah, Dora. Exactly. Who they we get to see later, so so um, so they get to this. They're in the house, and the alarm they're goes off. They're invited in. Yeah, like, they're invited in, and the, as and if they're guests. Yeah, which well, because they, 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 they were they weren't off to be weird. They weren't necessarily invited in. Um, Atticus Atticus was. was, and they were just along for the ride, mm-hmm. and that's why shit's happening to them. That isn't happening. Well, I mean, because he's not experiencing it. Because what? Devin said. Yeah. But, um, so she comes out wearing her riding pants. Looking, looking all yeah, crisp. Yeah. It was kind of strange, as they kind of mentioned, that you, they go in this house and they're they're finding clothes that fit them, books that they love, like all of their desires are being met by this this house. Yeah. I mean, they make a direct reference to that again later, where it's like uh, Montrose was baked to get them there. Right. In the beginning. So they were fully expected, you know, they... Exactly. Essentially, they were guests, you know. 
so so everybody has a plan for them everywhere that they're going. Um, whether it's to lynch them, whether it's to offer them up to something else, but everybody has selfish uh intentions mm-hmm. with them everybody has use for them everybody's just being well, that, n- nice to these black people yeah. for no reason well then it explains why they've been um saved and all these obstacles they've run into with these racist guys shooting at them in the last episode it was all because their their goal miss braithwright white's goal was to get atticus back to her father so he could you know perform this ritual but but you know what what's on. even deeper than the ritual is that um, when he preferenced them as the Ku Klux Klan, uh, she said that they don't have enough money. Right. They so this, this also money is tied into this. This cult. Uh, money's always tied into everything. Yeah, money's tied into it. So it's not just someone's just chosen. Um, people paying mega dollars to join this uh, organization. Well, William takes them on a, a tour, and that's where they're questioning there because uh, they don't remember um right. george and letty mm-hmm. and they take and he's like see let's go find the car so they find the car and it's not damaged and uh william pops up out of freaking nowhere and is like oh there's blood in there we haven't cleaned it up yet you know so it kind of gives you a hint that you know but then there was something else about that part where that's where letty starts believing that Atticus may have killed somebody in the car. Mm. Because remember, he was they were walking down the road. But he did. He killed the sheriff. He admitted to killing that. the sheriff. Well, I mean, just like not not in a self-defense kind of way. Right. Like he just murdered somebody because yeah. he was like the, the uh, uh, shell shock. Well, William mentioned that they they definitely did find blood and cleaned it up. So, right. Because uh, the car was smashed up. Yeah. And so this show, one thing they're really great at, I'm seeing, is they're really great at callbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see that later on right. at the end of the episode. Um, the way it starts and the way it ends off are just so perfectly connected. So they take he, William takes them on a tour, and they're walking through the house, and they, they see the painting of Titus. Titus. And you, we notice the, uh, the ring on his finger. Which kind of reminded me of like Freemasons and mm-hmm. the Brotherhood and all that, the Knights Templar. Yeah. Um, Mormons. I have a CTR ring right here, in my my finger. There's a um, a reference to uh, he was a shipper. Oh yeah, slavery. Yeah. Which is code word for slavery. Right. Which I'd never heard that before, but it makes sense. Yeah. Um. The originally they say that the original lodge burned down in an autumnal equinox, and only one, so which was probably a a uh, ceremony, and only one person survived, which mm. was a slave named Hannah. Yes, I yeah, so. I believe so. And we kind of figure out that Hannah is Atticus's. M- well, see, that would have been no. That would have been the descendant. Great, great, great. Yeah. yeah, the great, 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 great grandma. There's a lot of witchcraft. You had to stay on that mic. Happening. The witchcraft stuff happening, and um, uh, I've kind of lost my train of thought. But there's a lot of things that are pointing. Yeah. Like the autumnal equinox being like Samhain and those types of things. Yeah, so. move it. Yeah, we can cut all this out. I, I believe they were lured. 
and I, I really believe that they were lured with the help of Montrose. Right. Yeah. I, I believe that. And uh, I believe that the townspeople flushed them and pushed them toward it. And really, no one probably died. Wait, so you think Montrose is betraying them? Like he has I just think nefarious that, motives? I think it's just all um, really the accident happened. But I believe that was just to gain the trust. Coincidental? Not even just that. But the woman, they did that so that they would gain trust that they were allies. Right. But they, nobody really died. That's what I'm believing. Are you talking about back? Coming into this and into where they got their feet pretty much uh, in some deep shit in, these, in this new episode. They trusted them too much because they thought that they saved them. Uh, that's why they were so comfortable. That's why, you know, with their, with their pride and stuff, uh, being met with clothes and books mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, but it, once again, it, it didn't work on Atticus because of his bloodline, but that's what I believe. See, I think they were skeptical the whole time. Cause when they go outside, like on the veranda to eat, you know, the uncle's like, Hey, let's be on our best behavior. We're being watched. Like, they don't have their full memories, but they still have their faculties as far as like the sociality. Yeah, they knew something happened. They yeah. knew something happened because they couldn't remember yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, the the lodge members met for dinner, and um, at the same time, they were inside meeting for dinner. No, 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 no. He oh. said that the the lodge members are going to be meeting for dinner later. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's when they were outside on the, what do you call it, the veranda? Yes. That's what I called it. The, you called it the veranda? Yeah, and I were, called it the They veranda. were talking to each other, and they were like, the, they're watching us. Mm. You know, so they, they know that they're constantly being watched and monitored. And it kind of is a, you know, a foreshadowing of the members, the sons of Adam, Actually watching them like a spectator sport mm-hmm. as right. they're freaking out and, you know, being dosed with acid and stuff, you know. so I mean, not literally, but um, I, the, I noticed too. one thing that I noticed in that section. Sorry not to cut you go off. Ahead, go ahead. Was that the music is very Alfred Hitchcock. It's like, yeah. mink, 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 mink. Yeah. It's like mm, everything's yeah. like, oh, what, something's about to happen. Right. Very suspenseful. Um. And they actually show William looking out the window. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. who I thought it was. They don't. S- it, it looked like it was him. Yeah, it looked like it was William. So mm-hmm. he's like the the boyfriend of Christine mm-hmm. or Christina, and, and probably the dad. It could probably, be. He's probably oh, everybody with the dad too. Well, they, I mean, if they're if they could, if they're da- uh, vampires, then they don't age. And uh, yeah, but. Who says they didn't have bisexual men in? He he looks all all of it's written all over him. He looks like he likes men. He's bi curious. Yeah, he's bi he's bi curious. He's a boy toy. Now while we're in this area, not bisexual boy toys, but uh, where they're having the meal out on the veranda. Um, I mean, I bring up like all of these literary kind of references and allusions a lot, but something that I kind of picked up on mm-hmm. while they're sitting and they're conversing about all that. And then they go actually walk into the village. Um, it had a very like invisible man by Ralph Ellison feel to it. Have you guys ever read that? I'm familiar with it. Yeah. Yeah. But basically like in it, the way it starts is like um, the main character's granddad is like dying on a bed. 
Um, and he's like talking about how there's a war going on and he's been a traitor, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he tells them like, you know, white people, they have certain expectation of you. Um, they, they think of you as beasts. They think of you as animals, savages. What you have to do is like agree them to death and like undermine them right. with grins That's and, true. and do all of these things. Yeah. Um, basically be so civil that it disrupts the narrative that they have in their head. Yes. Um, and then as they're walking into the village, Atticus is walking around. He's getting so close to all these villagers, but like none of them are paying him any attention. Mm-hmm. It's as if he's invisible. You know, another reference. And then when they actually get to the stone silo. Yeah. With the gatekeeper. With the gatekeeper, with the dogs, you know, she basically to their faces is calling them beasts. And, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're no better than these black bears yeah, or right. animals. Right. Um, and I just found that interesting. That's just a little side note. That's a really good point because I've made reference on my notes. Like, um, they're trying so hard to. It's actually becoming um, shocking. If you watch Christina's face in certain parts, she's actually surprised at the intelligence and the ability they have to kind of deduce mm-hmm. what's taking place around them and kind of working through these challenges. And they're doing it with grace. Yeah. So you do. You see these people are like taken aback by this idea that, oh my God, black people. Um, are, they're smarter than we yeah, thought. You know, they weren't prepared for this. So, it, yeah, that's that's a big. But you know you what? See the, that contrast throughout the show. Through the whole movie, I mean, through the whole program, the the uncle has a whole bunch of steps up on everybody uh, due to his his uh, knowledge that he has, his wisdom, and also being around in the twenties. You feel me? Mm-hmm. He was around in the twenties, and uh, so he's educated. And he's basically giving them a heads up and telling them, you know, basically what they're dealing with. Like when he came out in the hallway and he and he told Letitia, you know, who, that she was hardcore. You know, remember who you are. You know, he reminded them that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also looked at the books that were on the shelf, and he was. They were really shocked at how educated he was when they went to the dinner. Also, when they went out into the town, and he recognized that building has been a prison type of structure was only brick building in the city uh, those things were things they weren't ready for him to notice right and and who else really thought of that like who yeah who would have thought who, no one else in the whole group thought of this structure in that sense of oh you know was paying attention to all of the key uh geographical things that 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 caused them to think, hey, this this could possibly be a prison. So that exactly. was kind of interesting too. Like the, the uh, what was it? What was the book? The Monte Cristo. Oh, the kind of Monte Cristo from episode one. Yeah. yeah. So that was the callback Alexander from episode Dumas. one. Alexander Dumas. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that stood out to me was they kept talking about the dinner, and I wonder what that means with the he was the the offering of himself the this i'm getting ahead of myself but the um uh i think his name was samuel mm-hmm. uh when because when they got back after the woods mm-hmm. um they they went were getting dressed for dinner and he gets he walks in and he's screaming and they're taking out part of his body mm-hmm. and uh we don't really know i mean you kind of figure that's probably what's going to happen like i'm like what's going on here but um, I wonder what that's all about. It's probably a little biblical, yeah. Possibly I, I, that's what I was saying. He's Mocker, saying. Mockery. He's saying he's Adam, and you know Adam had his rib removed, mm-hmm. and there's the sons of Adam and all this stuff. So like having a piece of him yeah. removed and kind of 
spread out probably has some allusion to that what, what were you thinking money i'm thinking like you know also with how christians take communion you know they, mm. they say this is my body that's broken unto you you know do this and remember to me and you know the sharing of the body i guess you could live without a liver yeah. and uh you can't you, live without a liver. Well, he was he was yeah, ready too. to go back yeah, to Eden. But oh, you're on a true. good point. Getting to that is right. He was gonna assume he was gonna go through a, a portal and become, you know. So he he started to look sick. He started to look sicker. Yeah. After, mm-hmm. more frail after he got his liver removed. Yeah. Because you can't live without it. You got to learn your anatomy, money. Exactly. JK. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can live. You can live with one liver. You can live with part of your liver. Uh, Christina, you Christina's with, just but chilling. But not for very one. long. Yeah. Christina's just, liver. Your just liver chilling. Your liver is a key dr- organ in your body. Yeah. yeah she's yeah, just chilling, while, drinking some champagne while right. he's getting his liver <laughs> taken out. Yeah. And he's doing it without any, like, any drugs or anything. So it's like what? Yeah. Just so, screaming torture. So then, my, uh, George is in his room and he is looking through the books or no, he's looking down at a, uh, a side table and he sees the book order of the ancient dawn. Mm. And that must be like, uh, something that is left out on purpose. Oh, well that's, uh, what the organization is. The group is the order of the ancient dawn. Okay, but exactly. they leave it out on purpose, yeah. I think. Because he didn't pull it from the shelf. It was just no. sitting there. The one he pulled out from the shelf is actually the house on the borderland. Mm-hmm. And that makes a reference to the theme of the episode as well. It's a it's a supernatural horror um, by an English author in like 1908. And it's all about this um, recluse who has these hallucinations in an abandoned house or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and later on in the episode, it, it'll be referenced again when we meet uh, Tick's mother. Dora. Dora. Mm-hmm. When they're uh, dancing. Yeah, he. Uh, she asks what he's thinking about, and he references this book, the order, uh, the house on the borderland, and she asks him to explain it. He gives the plot, um, and then it references uh, that they get to stay together forever when the house collapses on them. Mm-hmm. And as we know, later on, the lodge is going to collapse. Okay. So that's kind of interesting. How do we know, uh, like at this scene right here, how do we know that, Montrose didn't stay in that room at one time and uh that those books were appeasing to both of the men like it's, it's almost like he was comfortable there but it's almost like it was comfortable f- for him and his brother like with them having to sharing the same interest and also in books well books are a general theme of the movie or the show <laughs> because you know we're we're okay. dealing with Lovecraft country. Mm-hmm. And so I think the the literary mentions in this and also the art because yeah. there's a lot of artwork that they that they tie into the to the show mm-hmm. and uh, like right there there's um Joseph Tannheiser and his whatever that um scene was was like they were feasting. It was the um Adam naming all the creatures. Uh, there you go. That's mm-hmm. what it was. But think about this. They didn't have books in the girls' room, and they didn't have books in the Atticus' room. You feel me? And even when he was talking to his brother, he even brought up a book that they both uh, was was familiar with. And it just seems like, to me, that he kind of traveled these same steps. Like, Montrose was, like, comfortable there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know he kind of ended up getting on the bad side 
which they were headed towards, but it didn't happen. I see what you're saying. Well, the house, the house itself is an illusion. I mean, right. they're obviously these rooms that they're in are specifically designed to to meet their desire, whatever it is that they're seeking as an individual. So yeah, like for George, it's books. You know, for uh, Letitia, it was having all the clothes and all that stuff. So we know that's an illusion, but. Um, well, I also have to bring up that Samuel Braithwaite is played by Tony Goldwyn, who was also in Ghost and what did you say? Scandal. He was Scandal. Fitzgerald Grant on Scandal. Yeah, and it's it's strange because he doesn't look like the the normal Tony Goldwyn at first because I guess you know he's yeah, he looks way more like a a silver fox dad, <laughs> right? Looking way more like a daddy. Yeah, I'm telling. Looks you. like Henry Winkler. <laughs> Henry Winkler. Hey, <laughs> um, young Henry. So Christina comes comes up to Atticus uh, a little bit after the the liver removal, and she's very very seductive. Mm. You know that's when she tells um, Atticus talks to him about blacks mm. and how they're very suspicious and. Um, you know, that's when she talks about the clan. We don't associate with the clan because they're too poor. Right. Um, and then just kind of jumping back. And, and everybody's quick, not against you. What uh, Anita was talking about, like how, with all the rooms being so perfectly tailored to the individual. Right. I mean, uh, like, why was Letty interested in all of those things? I mean, we learned that she had like a pretty traumatic childhood mm-hmm. with of like a lot of neglect mm-hmm. and, and things like that. So yeah. That, so it makes sense that she would want. Uh, luxuries, you know. To kind well, do, you, do you think that's her though? What do you mean? That do you think that's her design? Um, I think if it's if it is a representation of an inner desire, I could see where that came from. I guess that's my my point. And then with Atticus wanting the release from the turmoils that he has from like war and all that type of shit. Mm-hmm. Well, at that part where they mentioned the clan and mm. and all that he he says that you know that he I will help you if you remove the spell cuz he's like this is a spell this is a spell mm-hmm. I'll help you if you remove it and she's like just like that she snaps her fingers and it's like it's lifted mm-hmm. but then that spell is turned onto him because he goes to rescue them and he hits that freaking uh force field force field mm-hmm. that comes back again so, I mean, it's at this point, it's obvious that these people are not like normal people. No. You know, I mean, that's when we're like, that's when he is on the up and up and he's like, this is crazy. I can't even walk out the stupid door. Mm-hmm. So, um, she locks him in the room. And that is when a child appears on the stairway and he's like, Christina, it's time. And then she goes downstairs and out outside to a group of people and a freaking cow laying down on the ground and gives birth to a little baby. Chud. Yeah. And I'm so glad that's all they did to the cow. Cause I really was expecting. I wonder if they didn't have any things at the end that said no animals were hurt mm. in this. Uh, yeah. 
for for well, she didn't do well with that scene anyway so I, I you don't just reach scene. hands up inside of a cow and just jerk a baby out you uh, have to work a, with the a baby caterpillar out <laughs> with razor sharp teeth and hug on it with your face on its face like it's beautiful and see one thing that's strange about this you know there's so many different story lines going on at one time at any given moment you're like what the heck is going on yeah. you know mm-hmm. you have to really think about what happened prior and what might happen next. And so after the cow scene, um, that leads to the events inside the rooms. And at first you think that like Atticus is about to, uh, get down on with an HBO moment. Mm-hmm. Finally with, uh, Letitia, but it's just, it's Letitia's, um, hallucination. And you know, that, Reminds you of the book, mm-hmm. uh, was it Borderlands? Uh, the House on the Borderlands. The horse House on the Borderlands. And then that that painting, that portrait or whatever, with that the snake coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. The genital snake or whatever. Well, that then that happened because she saw that earlier, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And then that happens in her hallucination with exactly. Atticus's big monster. Mm-hmm. You know, his big, monster, king, big king cobra, the big Levi. Also, is that yeah. a, a snake in your pocket? Or are you <laughs> yeah. happy to? I mean. Cardi B That's told lunch. us, they, all the ladies, they don't want a gardener snake. They want a king cobra. Yeah, that was a viper, dude. Same difference. They want a big, <laughs> deadly snake. You know what? And also, it, it, it kind of cross-references with the Bible with uh, the woman being tempted by the serpent. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, he, and, and it's strange. And the original because, sin was sex. And, and yeah. she, they actually say we don't believe in the literal translation of the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, so... And Why that woman, this, this woman, that the uh, what's what's the woman's name? Um, Christina. Uh, Christina. She she also down downgraded women um, in biblical. She was like, if it wasn't for you know women doing this and that, then this we wouldn't have to go through this. Yeah, but that's not what they actually believe. These are witches, so they don't actually believe that. It's just playing along. It's it's just, it's all psychological games. What they're doing right now, like. With all that stuff, twisting the religion into it, twisting all their desires into it. This is just to play mind games and control them to keep them docile until they get to this time. They they want them to just chill, sit down, and be still until they can get to this. I believe the daughter and the, and the father the had a little issue. The ceremony? Though. Yes, the ceremony. I believe the, the daughter and the father did have a little issue that was outside of uh, having the guest there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like it was a uh, in, inferior, yeah. You know, versus superior. You know, superior sex. Well, this you know this inferior. was back in the fifties, right? So, right. I mean, you look at the advertisements back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mad Men portrayed, you know, mm-hmm. the realities of <clears throat> sexism, and, right, and all that, and just occultism in general had a and, big moment and, in the fifties. And here we're kind of like unofficially. Introduced to Jia. Is Jia a name or is that stop in Korean? I, I wasn't well, sure. in IMDb, it's got her listed as Jia. J I A H. I'm racist. I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgive me. You can't be racist. Forgive me. Um, And they go at it, man. She comes out guns blazing like Tarantino style. You know, she? like Kill Bill Volume 3. She got some licks on him. Yeah, but some she moved. Deep cuts. Yeah, he he didn't get shot. You know, he was yeah. like, but she got some deep cuts. Yeah, that's why she got kicked in the face and fell on the coffee table. 
pull out a gun that that's bound to happen to you. Um, she was played by. I don't even know. Um, I can edit this silence out. Oh yeah, no worries. Shit, Lucy Lou. <laughs> oh, those Kill Bill movies are great. Yeah, they was I pretty. Love, I love the Kill Bill movies. Pretty different. And I was I was like eleven years old. Just loved between it. those movies, Jamie and Rob Chung. Zombie, Jamie Chung, Jamie, Jamie Chung. Chung. Um, what, what were we just talking about? You'll cut all this out, but what? Gia. Okay, Gia. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, Gia was introduced, and she was coming out guns blazing, and um, he he fought her, and he was talking to her. He was, you know, he was. He said her name, Mm -hmm. and uh, so there's something deep going on there with the war because you know they're talking about how he came back a changed man. Uh-huh. You know, which a lot of people do, do when they come back from the war, and he had shell shock and all that. Um, and we're also officially or unofficially introduced to Dora, who's played by Erica Tazel, and she was in Justified, and they they make her up to look like she's a little bit older than she really is. I think because I think she's younger. Yeah. She does. She she she's built like she's younger too. She looks good. They got that nineteen fifties wig on her, looking like the Supremes. Yeah. So um, she's married to Montrose, uh, and this is where we see that the the guests are actually watching this mm-hmm. happen, like it's some kind of a spec spectacle. Like a Mandingo scene and yeah. Django or something. Yeah. Hall- yeah. Halloween at Club Princeton. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, all this, all three of these uh, separate scenes are going on at the same time. And you're seeing kind of like they're, you're getting a peek into their subconscious because it seems like this is what's on their mind because George is dancing with Dora, mm-hmm. who is his sister-in-law. Yeah, but they had they had a thing. They had a little Mrs. Jones mm-hmm. thing going on for sure. Yeah, Mystery. a lot of, a lot of women mess with their uh, boyfriend's brother. Because <laughs> I mean, uh, a lot of women, huh? you will yeah. remember an episode. Not the first episode one. George had a picture of Dora. Yeah, on him. Sure did. In, right in, in his, his wallet. Like his wallet. Yep. Like they find a picture in the Count of Monte Cristo, which was the dad uh, Montrose's favorite book, and then boom, George. Had one on his person all the time, so she was significant. Well, George makes a a weird statement where he's whispering afterwards, and he's like, "I think he's whispering to Dora. I can't remember, but he's like whispering. He's like, I came across something that might get them out. Uh-huh. So, like, I don't know if they're all just." you know, thinking that they know the answers to everything and they're trying to get one step ahead of everybody or he's just hallucinating still. Mm. But George is very confident that he know, always knows what's going on. Yeah. You know. And he's been pretty right so far. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, with, uh, with the bylaws and everything. I mean, exactly. he was spot on. He's wise. Books, people. Yeah, that's knowledge. But get George's got that books. wisdom. He's got that wisdom, though. 
He got that street savvy. He's got the, you know, the civil rights savvy. Yeah, they're probably in the Tulsa riots. They talk about Tulsa. Exactly. Here. And he's, Black he's educated also. Did they talk about Black Wall Street? They didn't talk about it, but uh, Dora mentions like because oh, Black, was... Black Wall Street wasn't officially Black Wall Street till much later. Yeah, right? but it was in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Right. And so they mentioned like, oh, I remember back in Tulsa, we used to do this, we used to do that, and we used to get it on too. <laughs> they didn't say that, but you know, it's subtext. Yeah, I think they said it. They they might have. I don't with know. Their eyes. <laughs> yeah, with their, their eyes for sure. The souls speak loudly if you just listen. Yeah. So they they go to the dinner, and uh, that's where we see all the sons of Adam, mm-hmm. all these all these white men sitting around uh, at tables, and they talk about Prince Hall. Uh, George does. George talks about Prince Hall. He stands up, and then that was all about like. Um, Prince Hall was started by a black guy because he wasn't allowed in the main mm-hmm, organization right. of the Freemasons. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was light. He was he was a mixed dude. Well, they didn't let black people in at all, so they had to start their own. Yeah, you know, fraternities. Yeah, any drop of black that's in you, no matter what color you are, to consider you black. So, mm-hmm. and so he's like, but if you look all like Devin, the, all the sons of Adam. <laughs> get automatically inducted in and since Atticus has that bloodline. Well, yeah, he's he automatically was, he's a member. Auto, he's automatically a member, yeah. And then some. And so he's the uh, last but, but of the bloodline. But don't hit on us money. <laughs> I don't think I don't think any of us are uh, pure what we are. I think we're all just mixed up bunch of people. So we see Montrose finally um after the well there, let's go back to the uh the dinner there's a lot of stuff that happens in the dinner mm-hmm. there's a lot of confidence happening and like i said mm-hmm. just a little bit ago like george is very confident yeah in this segment of the show like he's coming up with all this uh history that he's well aware of mm-hmm. and right. he's, you know and these white people are like what in the world is this dude doing yeah i mean you know? I- I, I don't want to sound like so pretentious or something. Oh, well, go ahead. But I keep getting all these like references, right? It's like my superpowers, like all these references. But they had the James Baldwin speech mm-hmm. in the first episode. Um, there wasn't one in this one, but you're talking about George's confidence. And I'm like, kind of what money was speaking to this guy. This guy is someone who's really been in the mix before. You know, he's mm-hmm. had his kneecaps blown out mm-hmm. he's probably like you know i'm not afraid of anything that you guys can do to me because i've been through it all right and james baldwin and in a lot of debates kinda, if he remembers it yeah it kind of mentions the same thing like, sometimes you don't remember it uh, but i think that comes after i think that's where the whiteys on the moon type song really yeah, that, that, well i wonder if they're going to do that with every that, episode yeah. because it's like they're doing that as a transitional moment in this in the show Mm-hmm. That makes it in more emotional and draws the viewer in, yeah. like with James Baldwin, and then and that was a debate with uh, what's his name, probably William Buckley. Yeah, Buckley. Buckley. Yeah. But, um, um, mm-hmm. And so this one that was happening as the ceremony or like the whatever that was the ceremony or the, you know, they the, turned the machine yeah. on and mm-hmm. everything was going haywire, but um. Uh, I, I noticed that in the IMDb that the those those men were actually billed as sons of Adam. 
So they are members of this brotherhood, mm. so to speak. Um, Samuel actually says that he's a son among sons. And so he's direct descendant from Titus. Mm. And uh, he, I guess he's trying to, this whole ceremony that happens is so he can get back into Eden to return to Eden. Yeah. For immortality. So they're trying to say Titus, that's what he did. Yes, yeah, that he, was he gave himself. Well, that he, was when that when the house got fired. The house got fired. Yeah, he failed. Right. He failed. Did he fail, or was that just part of the? No, he failed, and everyone died except for Atticus's Hannah, great great Hannah. great 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 grandma. Mm-hmm. Um. They open the door to the Garden of Eden, or uh, Christina talks about that. Talks about opening the door to the Garden of Eden, and she's wearing the ring. The one to rule them all? Yeah. Wow. So I wonder what was up with that. Where did she get that ring? And she said that she was unfit to even wear one or to, she wasn't given one, but never said she couldn't wear one. And he gets one just because he was born a man. Mm -hmm. Right. That bastard. You know, so like. Colored man at that. (laughs) Didn't he say that? (laughs) Yeah. See it and seize it. What's up? See it and seize it. See it and seize it. Is that you talking about the silence that was just happening? <laughs> <and> that you <laughs> have to you know cut what? out? Or? No, I'm not going to cut that out. <laughs> you know what? That was her advice to him. Yeah. I got a question. Sure. So when they get down, when they get to the gatekeeper, the gatekeeper, she gets killed or beat up, whatever happened to her. I didn't, I didn't do the autopsy. but um, And Montrose is escaping. Why now? What do you mean? Like, you know, he was coming out of the earth. Or like, was he running from them or was he trying to get away? Well, he, it took, how long would it take you to dig through the earth after removing stone out of the basement up to the top of the surface? It would take some time. Yeah, and handcuffs. Too. And, and handcuffs, yeah. Shawshank Redemption. It didn't yeah. take years. He's been missing years. for two weeks. So two weeks of digging. I mean, mm. that's going to take. Kinda... Yeah, but, it, it, but he, was angry. he was angry that days. they came. He no, he was he angry. Was for, yeah, to be trapped. He didn't want them to come save him because they, he knew the reason why they wanted Atticus was to use him for the ceremony. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't going to admit but that. But why did he go when there? He's angry because they've been mad at each other for five years, and obviously they that's got pride they, issues. Why did he go there th- th- in the first place? That's that's to find out about his wife's legacy, what was left to her. So, but it was all a fishing thing. It was all to get them to come. So they probably reached out to Montrose in some way to intrigue well, him remember, and get him there to get Atticus. So their ultimate goal was Atticus. Remember that the the person who took him there was William in the white car or in right. the silver. So they needed Atticus. Car. So then they went and sought out mm-hmm. Montrose to get him there and and to use him as leverage. I mean, that's the only logical explanation because they Does he owe him how, something? How else would they get Atticus? <laughs> no. I don't think cuz why would he go back like we said in the first place? Why would he go back in the first place? Why was he 
even kind of pissed at the fact that, you know, why did you guys even come? They sent a letter, this, that, that. He's very sketchy. I, I agree with Anita. What? That he was definitely, I mean, these people are elites. You know what I mean? They're like Illuminati yeah. level elite type people. So they have connections. They know things. Right. Um, well, it was all, I'm yeah, sure it was all. Like just, just like today. Yeah, we but he have didn't have to come back. Who well, just well, know shit. We'll he notice. Didn't, he didn't have to come back, in though. The flat, like Atticus sees Hannah. Who didn't have to come in, back? In that, what are you saying? Montrose didn't have to come back there. He did. That was the whole point. Yeah, they, tra- they, they tricked him. him. Yeah. By using his his wife Dora's legacy and what was owed to her through her relatives, through her ancestors, to get that was kind of what the whole situation was in the last episode about the letter when um, Atticus and George had that conversation by I the book. This is just is, you know, money is internalized racism, <laughs> making right. them distrust black people. <laughs> That's just what they want you to do, money. Well, it, it could they just be. want you to not also, trust. I just want to know why he went back. I mean, yeah, that's the only well, logical. Owe, you know, yeah, it really is the only yeah, logical. Yeah, I mean, if he's married to her, saying he owed something, but because no. that was in the letter that he actually wrote, Atticus was like, "I came back to find out more about your mother's ancestry. What was her, what was owed to her?" That's what he told and her, though. Now, but Atticus did. saw Hannah leaving that house in the fire. She had a book with her, so that book had to be important. Mm-hmm. Right. That you rescued that from a fire. Right, you didn't. Do, you're pregnant. You're running, running through the out woods, of a house. but you made sure you had that book. It's probably like a so journal. Did they have that book Proof. growing up or something? Proof and she was she, she was hid it, or he, he came across it at some point, and that's what well, got us interested. But they back. knew that that book was missing. I guarantee. Mm-hmm. I bet, I and bet that's it, why they knew who. I to bet it pops back for. up when the uncle and Montrose are having a conversation in the room when he's shot, and he's saying, "I thought we settled this before. I thought we settled this, you know." He didn't want the uncle to even say anything. And that's, so, and that's about the paternity. Yeah, but, but yeah. what I'm saying is I, I believe later on that's going to play a, a role. Hmm. Yeah, I think they trapped. I think they lured Montrose out. I, I'm agreeing I don't think so. There. I don't think he was lured. I, I, you know, I'm starting to agree that he was lured. Because they, they because they need they, they, they needed knew, Atticus exactly, and they knew the only one person survived. They knew it was her. They knew she was pregnant. They knew he was. They the, knew the that daddy. He, they knew that they wrote this book. They knew the, they wrote that book. The Negro Guide to the. Yeah. I mean, everything was planned out mm-hmm. to get them to where they're at. It's all planned Remember? out. Remember, because he was like, he opened the door and he was like, "We've been expecting yeah, it." Yeah, they knew. Yeah, but that's all on the surface. That's all on the surface. But with Montrose, we didn't expect when they found him. We thought he was going to be glad to see him. You know, we thought it would be a happy gathering, but there's unsolved issues with the son. There's unsolved issues between him and his brother. And, you know, it's it's a lot of misleading going on in this. Well, that's like one of those side stories that it's like it's, it's the, the build and I, the story itself. It's like there yeah. has to be internal conflict. Mm. That's why they left him alive. That's why Montrose is still alive because the rest of this is going to – consist of things that only he knew right. and knows. Yeah, and Atticus has to find out. Exactly. Money is also a flat And Letitia, there. are they going to find out their brother and sister? Oh, gosh. Is she one of the descendants from, you know, this, uh, the Bra- Braithwites or whatever? Mm-hmm. I'm going to call James Earl Jones and ask him. You that's, should. That's who plays Darth Vader, you guys. Yeah. i call him and ask him. It's Leia. Mm-hmm. I mean, Letitia. <laughs> daughter princess letitia <laughs> yes atticus skywalker yes 
Anakin. <laughs> so this is when uh, Whitey's on the moon starts kicking in. Starts kicking in, and there's a lot of metaphors or sim- similar similarities going on between. I mean, as we were watching it, Devin, you were. Oh yeah. And Anito, you guys were both rattling off. We were we were propounding some theories. Um, but I mean, it's obviously it was a Gil Scott Heron, you yeah, know, very influential poet and recording artist, and um, the revolution will not be televised. Televised, exactly. Um, and we were except just gonna, in twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's live it's, streams it's, it's, from uh, Portland, GoPros, and yeah. everything else. Um, okay, yeah. It's it's black men and women have been utilitarian throughout the course of our history. That's mm-hmm. that's the bottom line. Well, that's it's also saying that uh, white supremacy is genetic and it's right. ingrained in your DNA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's one thing we can't forget though is when he was still in Chicago talking about how witches were being killed. Mm-hmm. So there's also people against blacks, but there's also people against these people that are white. Right. You know they were they were lynching them so. Um, we have to also remember that this is about racism and witches and, and, and something that happened in history in Massachusetts that, and in Philadelphia, you know, there were trials, there were burnings and, you know, it's a reason why. Yeah. All witches weren't, all witches weren't, what I'm saying, all witches weren't women. Right. Yeah. Warlocks. They didn't, and it seems like they put out there more that they kill more women witches than they kill men witches. That's well, because, because men, men were superior. That's right. Well, it has to play some part in this movie <laughs> because evident, evidently, yeah, evidently, you know, what? Ev- evidently, I mean, evidently the witches got They got to still have the people that were lynching them and stuff still aware that they're around and wanting to kill them. Shit. <laughs> What's so funny, Devin? I don't, I'm just like I don't know what money is talking about. <laughs> what I'm saying is, there's this. witches. If they were if they were killing witches, witches, yeah. If they were killing witches, there's man witches. Yeah, if they were killing witches. Then I was like, how did we get here from Ghost Guy here? And that's why I was trying to wrestle. Because with my that's mind. the main thing they that they were witches. telling them about. What, that's they what just, they were telling them about in Chicago. Though they labeled people to have an excuse to kill them. Okay, percent of the people that they were labeled them, never even but they were anyway. the people were true though. It was true though. If if these people ended up being all fucked up like this using spells then the people that were killing them were right yeah i got you period i still don't that's because your head's too there's late. a whole lot going on yeah, I, I think like, i think the ultimate painting they're trying well the the picture they're trying to paint for us is that um you know in the big scheme of things racism being so adamantly hateful towards a, a group of people it really it gains them nothing i mean if you look at there's so many other bigger things going on when the monsters come in with all these crazy psychological dynamics you're really understanding that racism is such a petty concept when there's so many other things that are taking place so many other dangers so many other issues um you know it really kind of um, oh, as far as there. like the government, evil has keeping no color. us down and oppressing right, us. Exactly. Well, it's all bigger no things going on. There's, um, I saw a post by <coughs> some a fan on a different uh, page who was like, "This isn't horror, you know. This didn't scare me." And it's like, well, it's it's 
It's not supposed to scare you. It's supposed to make you think. Yeah, it's psychological dread, trying to put yourself into these people's shoes and understand how it feels. How does it freaking feel to be hated for nothing other than you're a different color? I mean, how can... Well, that's I, the most awful thing ever. Right. That was going on everywhere around that time. But, you know, all of us weren't, you know, subjected to monsters and witches and palaces and shit like that. You know, I just think that they want people, you know, people look at it, the surface as it being just racism mm -hmm. but if he didn't have something that they needed which is that bloodline mm -hmm. it really i don't think it really would have color what matter what color he was if he was the last of that bloodline that guy could have yeah but why was he uh in the bloodline to begin with right. because, because because titus was kind was yeah that's right and that's, that's what they, and that's what they all did that's what they, that's what they all did right all you're talking about your yeah my, my, my grandma's sisters yes same thing yeah. senator but state. that takes you back to the point why was it okay for a white man at that time to lay up with a black woman but still keep them as if they were good enough to have sex with why weren't they good enough to marry to love to appreciate you see yeah, that so it takes you back to that same true. place that's true. of putting and oppressing a black person well, arnold schwarzenegger did the place. same thing <laughs> Yeah, Honestly, he sure did. did the same thing. Yeah. So really, it's 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 convenience. It's not. I mean, he was married. My my grandma's uh, sister. He was he was had married a to a to a freaking blue blood too. Exactly, and and she had a husband, and you know, I guess she she talked to him about it, and you know what you know what is he going to do to the senator of the state back in those days? Mm -hmm. Nothing. Get lynched for yeah. for running your mouth. You better watch yes. out because somebody's gonna come looking for you in a silver car. As, as long as they got three stimulus checks, <laughs> I, I'm leaving. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. But like what I was saying was, there. Th this guy made this comment and it was like, dude, there the, there was only monsters in this for literally two seconds in the middle of the darkness in the woods. You know, and then there's one in the beginning and then there's a little infant. The rest of the horror happens in the eyes of the white people. You know what I mean? I mean, that's the real horror of this. It's not the dangerous dog-like creatures in the woods with the freaky eyes. So, so, so sorcery and the, the real evil. I mean, the portals, the electricity and shit coming out. Mm -hmm. That was his key. He saw his mama right there. Right. You know, that right. was his key to see his mama. And he was like, there's, or was that, that wasn't even his mama. That, that was, was his great, 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 that was, great. That was his great, the, the older one, the great, one that had great, sex with great, the, great back in the days. Hannah, yeah. she left. She left with the book. So you're right. Somebody has to have that book. Someone has the book. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the book is the key to the they whole story. They needed that book. We need to get that book back. So do you think that's what? That's not why they got Atticus. They got Atticus so dude could get back to Eden. Yeah, but they knew how to trace people. I think through the lineage in the book, because um, she was the only survivor. I mean, because money made references at the beginning, like. There's big money involved, like all the Sons of Adams or whatever. They're not bloodline people, but they've joined this. They probably donated money and did all sorts of stuff. like Diluted. So like they would still have a vested interest in Take the pursuits the of the Order of Ancient Dawn. So go. they probably would 
be wanting that book. Well, I wanted to give props to all the 22 plus 13 plus 43. There's 43 members of the art department, 13 members in the sound department, 22 members in the visual effects department. I mean, the, the whole house crumbling down, like half of this that whole episode was CGI. Right. You know, it was crazy how much CGI it was like. They're showing it looked like the up. mummy, the movie, the mummy with the rock in it. <laughs> It's reminding me of with the dude from uh, Encino <laughs> Man. Yes, yes. That, that's that's a little probably too, a little too old for Devin. Oh yeah, probably. Anita might remember Encino Man. You, he bought you rented that from it's the library. Polly Shore is that Polly Shore in there? I got it from Blockbuster. <laughs> I've never, I I've never that's seen when it. Brendan Fraser was so hot. Public I got it from. I've seen where you can get a Airbnb that's made up like Blockbuster. I've seen that. The only Blockbuster last one open. Dysfunction. It's like in Seattle or something. Six dollars like a night. What? Six bucks a night. Six bucks a night. Is it booked for the rest of the? If if I don't want a night. You come in there and find dirty condoms you all get, on the floor and needles. I mean, if Encino Man's there, that's enough for me. Juju I want to be there. It's a horrible movie. I just want to see the adult department. That part. Encino that one has to have a. a it's a horrible department. movie. It was not. It was suiting for its time. Encino okay. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Now, if you look at it now, you're like, yeah, that was a little corny. But back then, we were like, yeah. So, uh, at the end, the house crumbles to the ground uh, as a result of the ceremony. And I don't even, I'm not even totally sure if that was a real thing. It could have been because this whole house has been a house of horrors. You know, they've been hallucinating this entire time. So uh, we we kind of skipped the part where um, Samuel shot uh, Letty and George. Letty and George, and what did he say? He says you need to choose. Yep, I'll give you the I'll give you favor. I'll give you the power to choose one. Who's 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 uh, who lives? Heels. Oh, yeah, and um, she freaks out because she wakes <laughs> up and she's all bloody, but then uh, she's fine because she was healed. But George wasn't. He was still laying in bed, and him and his brother were going back and forth about like Dora. Was that yeah. what it was? Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's what I was talking about mm-hmm. when he said we uh we settled this a long time ago, and he said I'm not I don't want to die like without telling the truth. Yeah. So he tells he spills his guts exactly right there in the bed. And look, mm-hmm. with this ghost with the the spirit leading him out, mm-hmm. I really believe the mansion really did fall and did. You think it yeah. might be done? So what what's gonna happen? That's what's crazy. Is there still eight more? And that's Christina. That, that's not the last. But the thing is, we, he's reading a book, and this is only episode two. So his father knows more of the book he wrote of the next stops and where to go and where to go. Mm-hmm. We're just thinking this was the final stop. This this is not it. There's other. Yeah. We, we could this, probably be in caves could... now. Next caves. Well, or... I think I've seen like. Um, coming attractions and they go back in time to like uh the roman era at least what it looks what it looks like i'm probably oh, way gosh. off <laughs> remember we were talking about the army of darkness yeah Here you know go. the cabin in the woods they've got a lot of these mm-hmm. um movie references tied up in in uh he looked like bubble gum right there <laughs> he does sometimes he also reminds me a little bit of shane from the walking dead yeah he does yeah, a little bit. A little yeah. Bit. Yeah. 
I can see it. I'm going to eat barbecue shrimp. What, what other kind of shrimp? Cajun shrimp. Peel shrimp. Garlic shrimp. Lemon shrimp. Lemon, lemon shrimp. shrimp. Baked shrimp. Fried shrimp. Shrimp scampi. Ooh. Shrimp casserole. Say shrimp scampi again. Shrimp scampi. Captain Dan. For people that love ASMR. That way they could get a little Shrimp helper. Shrimp, shrimp helper. Who? Yeah, please. You just, you just put shrimp instead of tuna. Yeah. Shrimp yeah, ramen exactly. noodles. Yeah. So, so they walk could up this, on the car. Could this possibly just continue to be an illusion? Is where I'm at. Like that's what is, I was just is, saying. Is, is we, like, are we really? I don't think so. Like I was saying Maybe. earlier, the the whole idea of killing off George kind of fits the next narrative of then bringing the spotlight to the relationship of what is supposed to be what Atticus knows as his father. He's wearing a ring. Did you see that? He's wearing a ring. ring now, yeah. I didn't notice that earlier. Atticus, I don't believe, Omar knows that his, he messed around with her. There's a, oh, that's a man titty. <laughs> Why, yeah. Omar, Omar was. <laughs> his nipples look like Toe House morsels. Mm. Well, I mean, I think it did collapse because of the reference to the, to the house in the borderland and the yeah. house collapsing. You're, you're right. But I also think it adds like more tragedy to George and Hippolyta's relationship because she wanted to go with them. They, so, wa- they wanted to have a final kind of trip together and they will never have that. That's that's romantically tragic, right? You know? And so we'll have her grieving his death that adds kind of more conflict and, and dimension to the show. Later. So what's the takeaway from this episode? Whitey's on the moon. That They called that that for a reason. Whitey's on the moon. Because of that. Because the man on the moon is white. Is <laughs> eating cheese. Eating cheese. The man, the white man's on the moon. You know what? They called it this, I, I believe, black because. struggling. You know what? When they had the dinner scene and, you know, with, with the rich and the wealthy, you know, being there like that. And then they're watching them in those rooms through those dimensions. And it just seems like they're on top of their game. The mansions, the tuxes, everything like that. On top of the game, on top of any of your desires, you know, giving us any of our desires, period. I mean, that's more than money can even give you is to grant people what they desire in their heart. So I believe that that's true power. And I, I kind of believe that's where it comes from. Yeah. A rat done bit my sister Nell with Whitey on the moon. Her face and arm began to swell, but Whitey's on the moon. This is a crazy poem. I mean, just think of that. This was written back in the 50s. I think it was the 70s. But you know what, though? I'm going to tell you this. No, nah, it was... Uh, Ghost well, guy, he wasn't doing stuff in the 50s. But, well, they were on the moon. What, what, what oh, are you talking about the moon, moon landing? Yeah. Mm, no. That was, that was in 69. 69. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah. 69. So it had to have Oh, been this was 1970. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was, what, fall of 69 or, or something? Or maybe, they... you know what, I don't, maybe the song was made in preference to they're on the moon, you know, fighting with other countries to see who's going to claim to be on the moon first while we were at war and at riot. Well, uh, yeah, it's just about, um, you know, we're, white people, white people are out here advancing all these technologies yeah, exactly. and, so black and leaving black people behind. Exactly. It's, yeah, yeah, it's about yeah. black marginalization, I guess right. you could summarize it as. Exactly. Mm. Which is... Uh, but that 
that's the whole this whole episode was about them needing to use Atticus and he gained nothing from what was he gonna gain from it? Absolutely nothing. He lost. I think it's too great. I think it's 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 too early to know. It's episode two of what, ten? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and there's a I think there's a second season too. How long did it take us to find out? I might be wrong about that. Yes. (laughs) How long did it take us to find out the truth in Star Wars? Uh, a couple movies. (laughs) Twenty five years. They they were kissing and he was saving her. And and you know, that was really freaky to me. Uh, when I was eight years old, no, I was eight when Return of the Jedi came out. No, I mean some, the episode is called "Whitey and the Moon," right? Yes, and White so is. that that has to be a key theme to the whole episode. So I think Ganita's right on, on right on the money. Like I said, he's dead. And y'all didn't process it. He he gained nothing and he lost something great. He lost exactly. poss- possibly his real father, who he had more of a relationship with than his than Montrose. They don't even have a good relationship. I mean, we're you know we're going on what 70 years later and a lot of that stuff still is very you know prominent in our our culture with still the oppression of people of minority or people of of you know lesser having lesser you get treated differently so we're we're seeing Uh, a lot of things that money could be right though i mean he's right about a lot of things he told me that the earth is flat and i believe him like i said before when white people discovered the moon riots and war in Vietnam was going on and uh, I mean a lot of other shit was going on uh, cities were earth was not in good shape when they went to a ball where nobody lives to try to claim it over other countries mm-hmm. and that was just power well with that said um, until next time can, we I, got... can I plug yeah go ahead let's plug some stuff yeah I'm Devin Brown I talk a lot about books listen to my voice remember me check out my podcast please it's wait you were mormon with devin brown you can find it wherever podcasts live Mm -hmm. check it out check me out also uh money g goins on facebook and money g at funny bone on youtube um we're gonna be at this week. We're gonna be anywhere this week. We anywhere we're I don't know. This is national, so okay. People well, can come from all anyway. over the country to come see you. Okay. Well, um, Friday we'll be somewhere, but just find you'll find it on my YouTube. Fly page. in. I think there's it's, a it's airport in. in Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, quarantine. Look for the van with the curtains and the ladder on the side. Yeah, and uh, we got a need a D. Yep. I'm nobody special. I'm just here for moral support. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm just. I'm. I'm here to add some very, you know, feminine uh, input, but they keep squashing me, man. It's too much testosterone well, in this room. You, you know, you and Devin both. I'm backing you. <laughs> <laughs> what? We look, we look like the we look like the Columbus Police Department's uh, new graduates. <laughs> we do. Actually. It's crazy. <laughs> and I'm your host, JP. Have a good one. Peace. Bye. Focal Point Podcast for the Focal Point Cinema and Sound Company.